Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. You're listening to last week's episode. To listen to this week's episode, make sure to subscribe to my Patreon page, where patrons can get day one access to new content, show merchandise, and other fun things. You can learn all about what it takes to be a patron and subscribe today for just a dollar, and you can cancel any time. So visit www.patreon.com slash podcast. That's patreon.com slash triple L podcast. My name is Jake McLean, and you're listening to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. Hey there, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. My name is Jake McLean, and I am your host. This week has been a little hectic for me. I know. I don't know about the rest of you. Uh, my wife, well, my wife has gone on a girl's trip with some of her family members, and so I am holding down the fort with my dog. And so if you can hear a lot of extra ambient noises... It's because I have been moved from my non-air-conditioned man cave to the living room, and I am, like, literally right in front of the air-conditioning unit. And if you hear my dog whining, it's likely because somebody is lighting off fireworks prior to their 4th of July festivities. This week on the show, it is just me. Uh, we're going to keep it a little casual. Um, I've been working on a proposal for a conference and I haven't been able to work through my proposal for the session. And so I thought, what better place to test it than the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast? Anyway, into today's episode. I was always a very inquisitive child when I was a kid. And sometimes, uh, you know, there are some times where I genuinely wanted to understand a process. Um... But generally speaking, when you're a kid, you're trying to understand your parents' process, your parents' logic for the way that they're doing things, because sometimes they don't always make sense to you. And so my dad would often say to me, uh, half-chokingly, uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Now, I'm sure that that quote is not specific to my dad. I'm sure all dads at some point have said that to their kids, um, or some guardian has always said that to their to the people they're looking after. But I think it's a it's a really interesting concept. So we're going to explore this idea of checking yourself before you wreck yourself and what that looks like when you're having some conversations. By now you're probably thinking, okay, Jake, where are you going with this? And I think that this idea of checking yourself before you wreck yourself for me, it's always come down to your filter, how you filter the words that you want to say, uh, the thoughts that you're having, the emotions that you're feeling, and how you articulate them in words, and making sure that there's some sort of filter that's going to catch your tone, the way you're framing it to somebody, uh, and different things like that. I remember when I was a kid... My mom and dad, uh, they 
were they had rules and they kept me pretty disciplined as a as a kid and i don't mean that that they disciplined me i mean that they taught me discipline and how to conduct yourself um and it's part honestly it's part of the reason why i am the way i am today and so i think that one of the uh you know, one of the examples of uh, why I got told check yourself before you wreck yourself is because uh, I liked to uh, talk back uh, to my parents. Uh, if they told me something, um, <laughs> I would uh, I would either ask a question or I'd try to restate um, what I believe to be a well-defended purpose of what I was doing or why I was doing what I was doing. And... Uh, sometimes that did not always uh, that did not always uh, play into my favor. Uh, sometimes it got me into more trouble. When I'm working with students, sometimes you have to. Uh, I think that uh, if I have any young higher ed friends uh, listening, uh, sometimes uh, one of our stressors uh, as entry level staff is. Uh, the organizational bureaucracy. And I'm sure that that same thing is true for literally any level of higher ed folks. So I don't mean any offense to anybody else. But, uh, you know, and I'm sure that's true in any industry, the uh, hierarchy that is above you and trying to, and just trying to understand a process of how something works. Uh, Not trying to challenge the process, but uh, in some ways, when you ask questions a certain way and you don't check yourself before you wreck yourself, uh, your questions come out a little bit more uh, confrontational than you might intend. But, you know, I've also seen it in family conflicts. Uh, and so, you know, my conversation with my Uncle Mike was great. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to that episode, but if you haven't, shameless plug, uh, you got to check that out. I think that when you're in conflict with somebody, uh, particularly if they know you, Uh, You might think that you speak some sort of secret language and you can share kind of whatever, but sometimes tone and uh, the way you intend something to be said, uh, the impact is not always uh, what you might have wanted. And so this idea of checking yourself before you wreck yourself, uh, developing your your filter for how you're going to start communicating with people is so uh is so important so think of the last time that you went to send a text message uh for me i'll use two different examples uh the first one uh is when the first time i ever uh asked my wife out on a date um or to uh to hang out and actually um if she's listening to this, she will uh, quickly report that she was actually the one to make a first move uh, in regards to hanging out. But anytime uh, in those early moments of uh, talking with my wife, uh, I was so nervous. Uh, you know, you uh, type something out, you delete it, you type something back up, you delete it again. Uh, and then you work out what you think is the perfect message and then you send it. And I don't know if anybody else has had this experience, but whenever I'm sending like a, te- a text or, or a message or something that's, that's written communication to somebody, 
as soon as I send it, I like set the whatever I've written it down on, whatever I've typed it out on. I set it down and I just walk away and I'm like, oh, no, I shouldn't have done that. What have I done? Uh, and freak out uh, because I don't know if I have said the right thing. I don't know if I framed it in such a way that's uh, non-threatening, uh, not creepy, you know, like all of those sorts of things. All of those thoughts come into to mind. And maybe that's just because I'm a chronic overthinker. Uh, and you know, that's my, one of my tragic, uh, character flaws maybe, but, um, uh, you know, it's something like that. I know that even trying to type an email, uh, to my Dean, to our, uh, faculty at the college, uh, I'll, I'll type something, I'll look at it, I'll read it over and over again. Uh, I'll read it about four or five times. I'll have somebody else check it for me. Uh, and then I'll still be concerned after I hit send. Even though I know that uh, my piece of communication uh, says what I need it to say, um, but it's because I can't control the impact. Uh, I can frame my intention all over the place, but I cannot, I cannot control that intention or that impact. And so it's harder when it's in person. Because once you've said something, you can't really take it back. Uh, there is no freaking out about whether the intention uh, matches the impact because you can usually see it in real time or you hear it if you're on the phone. And so uh, I know that I, because of who I am as a person, I rely on my verbal fluency to be able to get me through a number of different situations, sometimes this podcast. And so uh, sometimes... Uh, I'm lucky that I can record things and then go back and edit them. But if I'm ever in a, in a real life chat, sometimes I walk away from a conversation going, did I uh, have the best impact? Did I say something that I uh, didn't mean to say? Did I share something that I shouldn't have shared? You know, different things like that. And so in order to check yourself before you wreck yourself, one of the things that... One of the things I would recommend as your leadership guy, as your resident leadership guy, is to suspend your thoughts, your emotions, just hang it up. Whenever you enter a conversation, be ready to check yourself before the conversation even starts. Sure, you can frame the conversation with another person. You can think about the ways that you want to say something. You can write some notes down so that you take it into the meeting. But then once you're actually in it, you have to be able to set aside how you're thinking about the situation, how you're feeling about the situation, and even some of the things that you want to say. Because it might take you in a completely different direction that you might not have otherwise intended. Let me give you an example. I have meetings with students, uh, especially when I first started. I almost had a, a sort of a script. You make general small talk. Uh, you know, if they're coming in for that first resume appointment, it's, uh, you know, I remember the first question we would ask them is, uh, you know, tell me about yourself. And that's such an intimidating question for people who don't have much to write down on a resume, or at least they think so. But then all it is, is drawing, drawing information out of people. But in order to do that, 
you can't always be scripted. You got to be ready to go off script. And so some of that happens when you uh, practice uh, what I read. One of the books I read in in, uh, my graduate program actually taught me this. So Humble Inquiry by Edgar Schein. If you ever get a chance, check it out. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, But in the book, Edgar Schein talks about uh, practicing humble inquiry, uh, the fine art of drawing out other people. And in order to do this, he argues that uh, you have to go into a conversation with some empathy uh, for the other person, some humility, uh, so meaning checking yourself at the door, your, uh, your position, your title, uh, whatever your power in a situation might look like, uh, your, whatever the relationship is, uh, being able to check that at the door. And then maintain a genuine curiosity for what the other person is going to say. Now, when you have history with somebody else and you're trying to practice humble inquiry, it's really hard to set aside resentments or grievances or things like that. But if you can check yourself before you wreck yourself and you start asking open-ended questions that get people to open up and tell you about themselves or the things that they're experiencing, the conversations will surprise you. I have been so lucky to have just really quality people to work with uh, who have challenged my uh, assumptions about things, who challenged my perception about certain things. And so uh, they all do that by asking good questions. But not every conversation has to be a confrontation. You don't always have to try to fix a problem. Sometimes you just want to have a good, honest, open conversation. And I honestly believe in my heart of hearts that the way to do that is by uh, checking yourself at the door, suspending those thoughts, emotions that you have about whatever conversation you're going to have, checking the power dynamic that you have in whatever relationship uh, you have with the person you're going to have, the person or people you're going to have a conversation with, and asking some really, really good questions. If you want to hear more about how you can do this, uh, be sure to uh, get connected with me by visiting my website, uh, www.jakespeaks.org. Uh, I love talking about how we can have better uh, conversations, uh, build trust, build better teams. Uh, I am uh, really uh, all about this uh, kind of thing. And so uh, if you ever want to chat or if you ever want to share a story of how you can make some of this stuff come to life, be on the podcast, of course. But there it is, my quick, my quick 10 minutes of checking yourself before you wreck yourself, what it means, how to do it, uh, and how we can have some better conversations. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Remember that you can follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. Ratings and reviews help the show gain more visibility and grow the show. Uh, So I appreciate your support in that regard. Remember that you can follow me on social media, Twitter, MC Leadership Guy, Instagram, MC underscore Leadership Guy. 
You can follow my Patreon page if you haven't already, uh, patreon.com slash podcast. There's a bunch of other fun things I'm working on, and so I'm so, so happy to keep continuing this podcast, and uh, I hope that you'll join me for the ride. Until next time, take care.